What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Never slept. Damn rooster didn't crow. It's time for Early Break. Sponsored by Midwest Bank. Live from Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. I'm wrong, but I'm not. Husker Online, Steve Sipple. If I were a feral cat. And longtime college football assistant coach, Bill Bush. You get one team. Mine's the Houston Oilers. I'm, so, not, I'm not the Texans, and I'm not the Titans. So, so I'm out. out. This is Early Break. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday. Steve Sipple back from Memphis. Bill Bush out today. I am Jake Sorensen. Hour 2 sponsored by our friends at Midwest Bank. Member FDIC location in Lincoln at 27th and Jamie Lane. New location coming to 70th and Pioneers by the end of February. Uh, Bill's out today, so Steve Schindler also is out today. He'll be back tomorrow, though. Give us a special. I'm sure he's getting stuff prepped for, for Tuesday at Midwest Bank. It's a strange time of year. Strange time of year. Like, people are, I don't know, it's a strange time of year for us. A lot of, it's kind of herky-jerky for the show right now. Absences, including me, myself. Yep, yep. And we're all collectively absent from the show at, at times. Yeah. But, uh, I, but I will tell you this. I will hold it down for, I mean, I have no trips planned now forever. <laughs> well, not forever. Forever? Not in the next. Forever? N- not in the next few months. I'll be here. So. February, March, April, May, probably. Okay. Holding it down. Good. Well, you know, it'll be a little wobbly. You you deserve to have some time away, which you did. You you worked for a week of that. Now, you didn't work the whole time in Hawaii. You had some fun. Right. But it was a work trip. Yeah. Hawaii and Memphis back to back. Honolulu and Memphis back to back were good trips. Kind of odd going to Honolulu and then Memphis, but they were a little random. But it was. I really enjoyed both places. For those who missed the first hour, can you remind them the what you want to title your your book now? You, I'm book, starting to have some fun. <laughs> the book, as we all know, the book used to be called "I Missed Out on All the Fun" by Steve Sipple, and now it's I'm starting to have some fun. Yeah. I wish you had written the first one so we could have a follow up of this one. I'm starting to have some I'm fun. I'm starting to have some fun. The boys were good. Cashton, Alex, and Dominic were all good. They didn't complain. There was never any incidents. They get heated. They get heated when they talk about the NBA. I mean, there was one time in a little fish place that, that Dominic and Alex were getting after each other. I was like, guys, it's just the NBA. And Cashin said, no, they do this all the time. They get, they just get, they get heated discussions. Heated. Um, you know, when they start talking about top 10 players in the league, that type of stuff. It gets he- I mean, I, I thought I was going to have to break it up. Cash and said, no, they do this all the time. Okay. A fight was about to break out because not, of... Not a fist fight, but they were going after each a other. A verbal fight? Pretty good at flying a place called Flying Fish, which is a real... I don't know if it's a chain in Memphis. I, we, there was just one downtown. It's called Flying Fish. It's a restaurant. It's real, really good. I mean, 
crazy. Well, that's nice. Yeah. So anyway, we don't talk about hardball, right? We do. 464-5685. Call or text as always. I want, I want to do a comparison to the situations this segment for okay. Michigan and Ohio State. Now, let's let's go to a, a common thing that Jim Harbaugh referred to Ryan Day as. He said some guys were born on, on third base, right? And that was kind of a... Yeah, to par- taking a shot to, at Ryan Day. To paraphrase something that Jim Harbaugh said, he, he kind of made fun of Ryan Day saying some guys were born on third base, referring to where he was set up with a great situation for the Buckeyes. He, Urban Meyer left a great situation, not a bad situation. He left a great situation for Ryan Day to inherit, and he's done well there. He's done well at Ohio State, but obviously the last three years lost to Michigan. My question to you and the listeners is this at 464-5685. Is Michigan set up for Sharon Moore to succeed as much as it was for Ryan Day to succeed after Urban Meyer? I think that, okay, so just a, a couple numbers here. Urban was 54-4 and four in the Big Ten. That's pretty good. <laughs> you think? Yeah, it's really good, isn't it? 54 and 4. So Urban was 54 and 4 in Big Ten play, and that would have been over. I think he was there six years. Not quite as long as Harbaugh's nine at Michigan. So, so Urban was 54 and 4 in the Big Ten. Harbaugh was 60 and 17, which is pretty good. Pretty dang good still. And, and that number. In the last two years, um, spiked. Last three years, actually, it might have been twenty six and one. Is that, that possible? I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sixty and seventeen. Yeah. Is is Sharon Moore walking into a similar situation? What changes is the transfer portal. That I that I, we just got to look now. What's the exodus like at Michigan? And that's there's thirty days from the time the coaching changes made. The kids have 30 days, you know, to enter the portal. So now you just got to start looking at what's the exodus like. I don't know what it'll be like. One of the reasons you hire Sharon Moore is to keep the band together. One of the big reasons. We know the quarterback, McCarthy, is gone. You know, Corm's gone. Blake Corm also gone to the draft. Oh, they've lost a lot. Now, it's not just those guys. But that was before, I mean, it was before the news. But if you look at the players they lost... It's seven, eight, nine key guys. They've lost a lot. So I don't know if it, if you'd say it's similar. I'd have to look back to see what day. I mean, day walked into more talent. That's what I'd say. Michigan looks like a team to me, and we talked about it last week with Bill. They look like a team that could slide back to eight or nine wins. Just, the just schedule's tough. Very tough. Well, yeah. They have Texas, Washington, Oregon. Um, Ouch. Yeah, they have Texas, Ouch. Washington, Oregon. I mean, just start it with that. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be... I don't think it's going to be easy for Sharon Moore. The good thing is he, he inherits the culture. He inherits all the good habits that that Jim put in place. I mean, what did... What did okay? Let's put it this way: Harbaugh was forty and three overall the last three years. Okay, forty and three, forty and three. So Sharon Moore inherits all those incredibly good habits and the culture that 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 Jim laid down over a nine year period. 
He'll inherit some of the assistance, although it looks like Jim has taken Jesse Minner with him, the defensive coordinator. It looks like he's taken his son, Jay Harbaugh, to be the San Diego Chargers defense, or excuse me, special teams coordinator. Um, and maybe a couple others. Like the strength coach is the one to really watch. Who They, they put an associate head coach tag on their strength coach. And that was the big... Now, I don't know if over the weekend, that was one of the big things in Michigan is Jim taking that guy with him to the Chargers. So, Sharon Moore will get some of the staff. He won't get all of it. Um, so, now he'll have a good situation. Now, you know, Ward Manuel said they didn't interview anybody else. He considered other candidates, Ward Manuel, the Michigan AD, considered other candidates, didn't interview anybody else. Well, again, it's it's a similar thing to it's the same thing. Ohio State, you could have gone out and hired somebody that had experience, right? And they did. They they went in house with a guy that had coached some games in suspension time for Urban Meyer, and he won, succeeded in those games. Sharon Moore, same thing. He you know based on what he did for that squad when Harbaugh could not coach four and with wins against Penn State and Ohio State. Sharon Moore, yep. pretty good audition, significant. You know what else about Sharon Moore that I didn't know until I was reading stuff on the way home yesterday? Sharon Moore was suspended for the first game this year. Didn't know that either. This this we can slide into a, a secondary topic here on this on this on this topic. Jake, if there's one takeaway, the my biggest takeaway from Michigan's season. And what we saw at Michigan over the last two years, it is, and now let me elaborate. The lesson is winning creates enormous power. It is incredible that if you're winning, the things that people can overlook. Jim Harbaugh, Michigan did all it could to keep Jim Harbaugh even though he has a level one violation in front of him right now, lying to an NCAA investigator, Michigan put a six-year deal in front of him for $11.5 million despite a level one allegation. That's not even, that doesn't have anything to do with Connor Stallions. Then there's the Connor Stallions deal. But they had recruiting violations during COVID. And one of them was a level one allegation that Jim lied to an investigator. Sharon Moore was part of that, those NCAA allegations. He was suspended. They still hired an internal candidate. You can, if you're winning, people overlook everything. They did all they could to bring Jim back. Jim didn't want to come back probably because in the spring, he was going to have to go before the committee on infractions. Yep, I don't blame Jim for that. He didn't want to deal with that. Get the heck out of there, man. In the spring, Michigan will have to go before the committee on infractions committee on infractions the ncaa committee on infractions he still would have had to answer to that stuff there's more coming i I wonder you know it's not the same situation but so when bill o'brien went to penn state right takes over a program that has all sorts of sanctions all sorts of scholarship reductions bowl ban i'm not i don't think that happens to michigan but it's it's definitely on the table all that stuff right yeah i would think significant punishments are on the table for michigan that sharon moore 
and Ward Manuel will have to, you know, take on themselves. But no, they they, they won a championship still. They won a championship. They went forty and three the last three years. They went fifteen and zero this year. And if you win, all it's basically forgiven. Jim left at a great time, man. The best time. Sixty years old. He left on top. Left on top. All that stuff is in his wake. Yep. He just goes and starts another life <laughs> with the San Diego as, Chargers as a hero, right? Despite leaving away, yeah, just a. A pile of crap behind him. Some crap. A pile of crap on t- <laughs> the, the, with the crown on top of a title. And and it's not like Michigan pushed him away. No, they, they put won't. They put an $11.5 million. Dollar. We'll fight this together, Jim. <laughs> right. We'll go down together. Because if you win, all that stuff is seemingly forgotten. The Connor Stallions scandal, in quotes, scandal. He just, Jim said, there's nothing there. Scandal. There's nothing. So now, but I do, but I think this, the story is really significant and it'll start sinking in. It changed. Like, look at how the top of the big 10 changed, how it evolved just in the last three weeks or so, four weeks or so. Michigan's Without Jim, is going to take a step back. They probably won't be at the top of the big, big Ten. Excuse me. Ohio State goes into the portal and cleans house. Yep, they did. Now you look at Ohio State as the top of the heap. Ohio State and Oregon. Washington, you thought maybe would be? Nope. Coach left. Quarterback's gone. Lost a bunch of guys. Roman Dunze. Is that his name? A Dunze. Receiver. That, yeah. They... So the top of the Big Ten evolved. It's not It's not what you might have thought if Jim stayed. Michigan's going to stay up there. Nope. They're, they're going to probably slide back. Ohio State, reeling. Nope. They're not reeling. Look at them. They're, they're loaded. It's funny how... two amazing running backs in that team. Yeah. It's Ohio State, Oregon at the top. Michigan, a little... little probably, probably the second tier. Washington, probably second tier. And that's it. There you go. Never would have guessed it. No. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how Sharon Moore operates again. Yeah. And, and the punishments, if there are any, when, how soon they come down, what, how severe they are that he has to inherit. Well, here's the thing about Sharon Moore that makes sense to me and why you would hire Sharon Moore. Because when he was leading Michigan in those last four games, he was coaching the offensive line. He was calling plays, and he was acting as the head coach. That is really hard to do. Sure is. I mean, ask Milt Teneper, rest in peace, one of, you know, one of the best offensive line coaches to ever do it. But if you said to Milt, hey, by the way, you're going to call plays, and you're, gonna, you're the acting head coach, that's a lot. There's not many guys that could do it. Now, if I were the AD at Michigan, I'd look at that and go, Sharon Moore went undefeated and, and he did all that. He had, he coached the offensive line at a level where they were judged two years to be the best in the nation. That's right. Yeah. And he, two all, years. then we then we made him the play caller, and he took over as head coach and beat Penn State and Ohio State. Yeah, that's head coach material. Uh, how about this from downtown Scott? As a uh, he says, uh, Michigan's hands are tied. Jim and Sharon know where all the bodies are buried. You can't bring anybody else into that program. They considered others. 
Lance Leipold, Chris Kleiman. Who else? Who else? What other names did you see? Those, those, are, the those, are, the saw, way, yeah. those yep. are the names you saw. Those are the names you saw. I think most people figured there's just going to be Sharon. And it is. Hands so. tied? Were their hands tied? A little bit probably. If you know you're hiding something and you know that somebody and you're on the same page as that person, they know what to say, what not to say, then yeah. It is incredible when you read the stuff. Jim Harbaugh, there was this there was the level one allegation, there was the big recruiting. You know, they, they got NCAA violations for recruiting during the COVID dead period when they weren't supposed to be. Then there's the Connor Stallion scandal. And that's not even counting the FBI computer crime FBI. scandal. Of, they ran a, an assistant coach out of there. The FBI was involved. And then you juxtapose all of that mess against, for instance, Santa Ono, the Michigan president, saying publicly how good of a friend Jim is. And this is an incredible loss for me personally and for the school, it's like nothing ever happened there. The president expresses zero misgivings They're all about living the scandal. in a different world, right? When now. you know, Jake, what it is is when you win, when you go fifteen and zero in, in a season, and you go forty and three over three, that stuff goes away quick. People overlook it. It didn't mar anything. I'm not saying it pays to cheat, but I'm telling you this: if you win. At that level, most everything is forgiven. That's what it looks like to it me. It feels like it at Michigan. It does. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see how they handle punishments coming their way, how soon those happen. But they, they will say, whatever, man. What the hell? We got our title. We're 40-3 we, and three over three years. 40-3. and three, We have a national championship, three Big Ten titles. Yeah. We beat Ohio State. Slap us on your Three straight years. If you beat Ohio State three straight years... I can't. I mean, come on. You can probably do about anything. Somebody's, oh, come on. So, Sharon Moore, benefactor. Sharon Moore, just a few years ago, Jake, he was coaching tight ends and running backs at Central Michigan. I mean. Life has changed for him. Oh, pretty dramatically. It's changed quite a bit. Yeah. So, congrats to him, and we'll see again if it it is identical to Ryan Day. Take it over for Urban Meyer or not. But uh, when we come back, interesting story at Colorado. With Prime and his sons. I want to break this down next on Early Break on the Ticket. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.